from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. The Frank Reich situation following that game, I have to admit, uh, I'm in a bit of a pickle. Mm. A conundrum. He's a riddle for me right now. Uh, And then there's really no solution because I stand by what I said on Friday, which is, uh, for those of you that weren't listening, um, I don't think you can realistically fire Frank Reich without creating a catastrophe of a different kind for yourself, which is uh, you you then have someone coming in without any resources uh, to make the team their own and the guy who who was a part of assembling the roster the way it is is out the door. But then you watch that game on Sunday, Ugh. and you realize the product on the field is is gross. <laughs> One way to put it, like a fireable offense. Yeah, right. And and that's the conundrum, right? That's the 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 rock in a hard place. That's the riddle. Is Frank Reich was in the room, and and I hope he was listened to. I hope his opinion was taken into account. Frank Reich was in the room that made the decision to trade up to number one. He was in the room that made the decision to draft Bryce Young. And part of me believes that that just by his presence in those rooms and his opinions being taken into account means that David Tepper should should believe in him or should have believed in him at that point enough to stare down the angry mobs and keep him as your coach. How do you go from somebody that you are trusting to make decisions as big as trading up to number one? How do you go from someone that you are trusting enough to to help decide who you draft number one, and then 10, 11 games later, you're so far out that you're moving on? I don't know how that happens. But then I look at the product on the field and go, the only chance this team has to be successful offensively is if they run a 17-play drive, avoid the critical errors, the critical mistakes for 17 straight plays. You go for it on three fourth downs, including one that was only possible by way of penalty. It made it a fourth and manageable to go for it on fourth down. And even then... How many times along that 17-play touchdown drive did it look sketchy? And only that was to get it to to be a closer game against the Cowboys, who, by the way, dominated your home stadium and and really held all the momentum. There's there's your your door number one and door number two. Only unlike uh, 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 you know to make a deal or whatever that what's what's it called? What does Wayne Brady host? Let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. Not to make a deal. It's to tell the truth and let's make a deal. Uh, it, it, it's not let's make a deal, right? It's not you don't know what's on this side and you don't know what's in the wallet and you don't know what's in the box or behind the door. You know what it is. On one side, you're starting over with very few resources. You've traded away so many picks. There are very few players on your roster that you want to build around. And you'd be bringing in somebody new trying to, to make a meal out of those groceries. On the other side is you keep the people in power that have gotten you to where you are right now. What they let's go down the let's make a deal path. What they call they call them zonks. Yeah, I think so. When Sounds you right. when you go behind the door and there's like a literal donkey, or you go behind the door, right? It's it's a zonk or a zonk. 
Frank Reich spoke to the media today. Here he is on why there haven't been staff changes that he could make, meaning assistants. I believe in our guys uh, strongly. Um, so players and coaches. And so, um, you know, when it comes to the players, you got 53 players. So sometimes you can, you know, they're all, we're all one team. So one guy might play more, one guy might play less. Um, but you believe in all those guys. And when it comes to the coaching staff, you know, everybody has, you got one per position. So, um, you know, feel, feel great about the staff. Um, you know, we have to, you know, we're always looking to get better, every coach, starting with me, um, finding ways to get better. Find a lot of ways to get better. Whole bunch of them. Here's the thing, okay, because I hear the mobs, and I'm, I'm, I think, one of the only people that cover the team that, uh, in the opinion business. Obviously, there's plenty that cover the team in a, you know, beat reporting and factual business that, that wouldn't voice this type of opinion. But for those of us that talk about the team, I'm one of the only that I, I feel like is still split on can you make this coaching staff work? Most seem to believe that there, there's no way it works. I look at it and say, say it like this. If you fire Frank Reich midseason, year one, and you expect Bryce Young to make a giant leap going into year two, you aren't just saying that Frank Reich wasn't the right pick. You are saying he is an Urban Meyer level of bad NFL coach. Yeah. Because if I hear one more time, Bryce Young could be this. Oh, look at look at how his stats compare to Trevor Lawrence's rookie year. I'm going, you don't understand. That was Urban Meyer-level bad coaching. And he got canned after 11 games or whatever it was. That's, what I, that's my exact point. If you want to see those, like like the the jump for the, the Jags from, from that team to the team that's under Doug Peterson, they're in the playoff picture now. They have a lot of players that they like. It wasn't just a jump because of the new guy. It was a jump because of how bad the previous guy was. Urban Meyer was a special special level. There were accusations that he kicked a kicker. That's that's not a joke. There were there were accusations that he kicked the kicker. And you know many of the other accusations and allegations of Urban Meyer. Frank Reich is not that bad of a coach. There are so many things you have to fix in addition to the way the team is being coached and, and probably ahead of the priority list when it comes to, to where the, the, the to-do list should start. You need better players. You need better players. I've been using this analogy when describing my feelings towards Frank Reich. I don't think he's going to make the situation worse if you just let him ride this out. Now, I'm not positive he's going to make it better because I haven't seen a ton of improvement in many places this year, but but I'm not sure he's going to make it worse, right? It, it's the coach going to the, the trainer after hearing a player hurt themselves and saying, if I play him, will he make it worse? Will it, will it do more damage? Will it make the recovery longer? And they can go, no, right? It won't do anything worse. Might not help, might be painful, but it won't do anything worse. That's what I'm looking at. I don't think he's going to do anything worse, which is a heck of a, a terrible way to be be reinforced in your job. I don't think you're going to make it worse, so we're going to let you do your thing. But but that's where it stands right now. How about this? Ready? What's the defense of Bryce Young? Offensive line isn't good enough. Receivers aren't getting open, right? Scheme is pretty lame. Scheme is pretty lame. Well, how about we start looking at that for, for Frank? 
Offensive line isn't good enough. Receivers can't get open. Rookie quarterback. Okay, no, maybe, you know, Greg Olson, right? Panther legend. He was on the call, the broadcast. He was the color commentator for the game. And he was saying, I don't even know how you evaluate Bryce Young with all of the, the problems around here. Depending how involved Frank Reich was in putting together the roster, right? If Fitterer was going, I'll take your opinion, but then I'm making all the decisions and he didn't always align with Frank Reich, then Frank Reich, it's like, how do you evaluate him with that roster? It's a rock and a hard place. If you want him gone, I get it. If you recognize that that opens a whole other can of worms and problems, I get that too. I'm here with Coach Pete from Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, what is the ideal time to shift to retirement planning? Yeah, I think the minute you start working, you need to start thinking about retirement. It's very important as you approach retirement to make sure you have all your ducks in a row. So we spend a lot of time. I'm a retirement income certified professional. I am trained to put together a lifetime income plan. Go ahead and give them a call. Capital Financial Advisory Group, 800-691-3215. Make sure they know you heard about it right here on The Drive or text TIM to 600-700. That's T-I-M to 600-700. David Tepper is in his sixth year as an NFL owner. Six straight losing seasons. But here's the crazy part. Uh, here's the part that, that I don't know if David Tepper took into account. Because he's had such a quick axe on so many different positions within his, his program, he's made himself the only common denominator. Right? We've seen uh, a, a Tepper Panthers team led by Ron Rivera, led by Matt Rule, led by Frank Reich. He's had... Cam Newton at quarterback, Kyle Allen at quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater. These are guys that led the team in passing for a season, okay? Uh, Cam Newton, Kyle Allen, Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, and now Bryce Young. Guys that have led the running game. It's been Christian McCaffrey, a superstar, Mike Davis, uh, a journeyman, Chuba Hubbard, an underrated guy, Deontay Foreman, a guy you let walk. Every different iteration of person in so many important positions. You've had a guy that coached in the Super Bowl. With an MVP, you've had the hot shot uh, uh, offensive mind from college. You've had the retread uh, from another another NFL team that's been around the league forever. You've had the the MVP quarterback. You've had the young guy out of nowhere. You've had the uh, journeyman Teddy Bridgewater. You've had reclamation projects in both Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. You've had the number one overall pick. Yet every year that David Tepper has been the owner, they've lost more games than they've won mathematically guaranteed by their loss against Dallas, they will lose more games this year than they will win even if they run the table from here on out. And let's be real, even that ain't a possibility. The year before David Tepper bought the Panthers, they went 11-5 and and made the playoffs. He bought the Panthers and six straight years, six straight losing seasons. The common denominator is... David Tepper. That's a, that's that's a that's a tough bit of uh, you know, staring in the mirror. That's a tough bit of of figuring it out. And do you know what's the most frustrating part? The losing. You know what the second most frustrating part is? When another team takes over your stadium and makes it so your team has to practice a si- silent count for a home game. You know what the third most frustrating part is? It doesn't feel like he's learned or changed a thing, right? If you buy an NFL franchise 
and and you come in gung ho and you want to you want to change this, you want to change that, you want to be involved in this meeting, you want to be involved in that meeting, you want to go out and watch practice, you want to tell the coaches what to do. I get it. It's probably really tempting. You just bought an NFL franchise. You want right? It's like buying a Lamborghini. You want to go take it for a spin, right? You want to go, you know, hear the thing roar on the highway a few times. I get it. But when you're four or five years in and you're going, you know what? I still want to want to keep doing it. It's like, wait, wait, you. It's not working, right? If you took the Lamborghini out and you crashed it, and then you took the Lamborghini out and you crashed it. Then you took the Lamborghini out and you got a massive speeding ticket. Then you took the Lamborghini out and you crashed it. At a certain point, I'm going to go, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't drive it like that. And you shouldn't, you should change the way you're doing it. Six straight years, six straight crashed seasons by David Tepper, and it doesn't feel like anything's changed. That's the the frustrating part. Right? The frustrating part. It, 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 well, the third most frustrating part. The third most frustrating part is that that you don't seem to be learning from your mistakes. There's a fine line between stubborn and crazy, right? Being, or actually, I'll put it this way: there's a fine line between convicted, being convicted in your your ideas, and being convicted and supporting your decisions, and being confident you're right, and being stubborn and being wrong and refusing to adjust. And it happens all over in sports. Right? I see it. Uh, 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 who was it? There's a former bear, meaning Chicago bear, not somebody that used to be an animal. A former Chicago bear, and I'm blanking on it, wrote a uh, – oh, it was Martellus Bennett. There it is. Martellus Bennett, who played for the Bears, wrote a long Twitter feed, Twitter thread, about the Bears basically being stuck in their past. And saying nostalgia is good business, and if you're always selling your fans on we're trying to rebuild 1985, you'll always be profitable. They'll always be be fans. But you need to adapt, and you need to be different, and you need to, to get into the modern world of football. That's kind of what I'm saying here, right? If at first your plan was we're going we're gonna to build like we did in 1985, and then it didn't work. And you're like, all right, I still think it can work. Let's build with linebackers. Let's build with running game. Let's get our our Mike Singletary and our Walter Payton for the the new age. Well, eventually, if it keeps not working, you got to adapt in advance. David Tepper, if your first year was, I'm a genius, I'm a billionaire, I'm going to tell everybody what to do, and it didn't work, you're like, all right, second year, I'm a genius, I'm a billionaire, I'm going to tell everyone what to do. Didn't work. All right, I'm going to get a new coach. I'm a genius. I'm a billionaire. I'm going to tell everyone what I can do. A couple years later, let's get another new coach. I'm a gene. Maybe that's the thing that needs to change. Maybe you need to empower someone else to make decisions. Maybe. Possibly. Because there's, there's, it's, it's a fact. There have been misjudgments up and down this, this franchise. It's a fact that there have been a lot of mistakes that have have gotten here. Not one, a bunch of them. Frank Reich, the head coach, uh, on on Sunday talked about the organization possibly misjudging their offensive line. I think that from a pass protection standpoint, um, you know, we just have to keep working. You know, we just, uh, you know, this this particular defense is as good of a pass rush team as there is in the NFL. I mean, that's just that's just what they are. So I give them credit. Um, 
I thought we would protect better. I thought we had a, a good protection plan, you know, to try to double Parsons when we could. You know, there's going to be some five-man protection stuff that gets, you know, where the throw gets out quick. Um, so we had a variety of things in the protection scheme up, but we just weren't able to execute. In short, yes, you misjudged the offensive line. You went into an NFL season with that as your offensive line, and they, they, they're giving up uh, an unprecedented amount of pressures, and, and they're not opening up a ton of holes in the run game. You misjudged the offensive line. What you have to do now is go back and look at the process that led you to pick that offensive line and find where the fault was. Same is true for Tepper. You've now picked, if you believe Frank Reich wasn't the right coach, you've now picked the wrong coach twice. If you believe Bryce Young is the wrong quarterback, you pick the wrong quarterback a bunch of times. Or if you believe you put Bryce Young in the wrong situation, you've put the quarterbacks in the wrong situation a bunch of times. Go back and look at the process and figure out what you're doing wrong and fix it. On average, people spend over a third of their life sleeping, yet most sleep disorders go undiagnosed. I'm Megan Gigling, General Manager of Parkway Sleep Health Centers. Sleep struggles left untreated can lead to health problems and have a serious effect on your quality of life. We've served the Triangle for 20 years. Let us help you get the sleep you've been dreaming of. If you're in need of a sleep study, a knowledgeable doctor, CPAP machine, or supplies, Parkway has you covered. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep. Sound health.